Welcome to the Alternative Data Podcast. This week, international news was full of a story in which a group of independent investors collaborated via the web-based chat forum Reddit to go up against Wall Street hedge funds and win, specifically by buying options and shares in GameStop, a stock that the hedge funds had sold short. Though the event was swiftly politicized into a David and Goliath story, perhaps the more interesting suggestion is that the markets might be faced with a new type of player, a coordinated mass of small investors not necessarily motivated only by profit. In this emergency episode, I speak to Sylvain Forte of Sesam, an alternative data company that has been automatically monitoring forums like Reddit for many years and which might provide assistance to traditional investors in understanding and coping with this new market influence. So in this first ever um, kind of emergency recording of the Alternative Data podcast, um, so we need to talk about the elephant in the room, which is GameStop. And for that, I am reunited with uh, an old friend um, who I've already spoken to, which is Sylvain Forte of Sesam. Thank you very much for joining me again, Sylvain. Thank you very much for inviting me again, Mark. Appreciate it. Okay, so why don't we start at the beginning? So where, how did you first become aware of the incipient madness that was being created around around reddit and this this wall, wall street beds page where where how did you become aware of the situation yeah tr- truth be told it, it initially didn't feel like madness uh, to, to set the scene a bit uh, on our side at sesam we've been tracking social media information for for several years and and reddit has been a source of ours for for years too so it, it was kind of a normal thing for us to track to track reddit and we track uh a lot of the subreddits, uh, Wall Street Bet being being one of them. But it's interesting for us to understand what's the sentiment of the crowd, and to link that to uh, to stock analysis. And so that that's really been the philosophy for for us as an alternative uh, data company for for a few years. In addition to that, to be very honest, uh, several of our developers are are Reddit addicts. So we we had some previous knowledge of. A lot of these trading groups and uh, and kind of geek groups that on Reddit and and yeah, there was kind of something funny that that we're analyzing for some time. So we talked about it. So we, we talked about it when we spoke before, Sylvain. We talked about how you mine these these social media platforms and, and receive the sentiment analysis around stocks and things like that. So how granular does that get in terms of in terms of what Sesam does? Are you able to, um, you know? If there is a buzz around a specific stock, does that does that kind of shine a warning light on your on your radar a bit? It, it is it is very specific. It, it is at stock level, but also even at, at article level. So understand what is being said in one specific and uh, one specific message. Uh, so and so as to understand also whether the sentiment expressed about a stock is positive or negative, which, which could in in that in the scenario that we've seen indicate whether a community will will take a, a long bet on a specific asset of the as we've seen with uh, GameStop. And so, so what 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 has happened is is that we've we've always been tracking the, these kinds of uh, of uh, subreddits. Uh, a couple of months ago, we we started getting a bit more interested in Wall Street Bet specifically. Uh, there seems to be some relevant information there. Uh, there seems to be especially something that we are looking at, which is a lot of uh, retail investors mentioning stocks. So that's always something that is interesting. Whether we track Reddit, when we track stock tweets too. So these kinds of really social oriented platforms, and uh, we we were in the middle of continuing to do this and providing information, etc. when the real scandal hit. And suddenly we were kind of the in the middle of a maelstrom of, of people trying to understand what, what's happening and 
why is the market reacting like that? Where does the information come from? And 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 that's really what is continuing right now is a lot of people are trying to um, get their hands on, on the data just to understand what's the situation, just to mitigate the risks that they are taking. Um, and, and yeah, the, the past few days have been a bit crazy, to be honest, in, in that regard. Yeah, absolutely. But so um, so in terms of from where you were sitting, did you see, can you see the wave in, in, could you see something happening in Reddit before it started moving the markets or was, were you essentially the first, when the market started moving in these kind of um, distinct ways, then you were the first kind of CSI investigator who was able to actually get, be the first on the scene to, to see how it happened? Um, we, we're not specifically raising alerts in the sense generating signals ourselves, but some of our clients definitely have access to that data and can run that, that analysis on their site. We, we, we recently ran actually a, a GameStop analysis and against a few stock stocks to understand the potential predictive power of the data. And, and we've seen that this, these are really leading indicators. So volumes of data and sentiment on that specific Wall Street bet community was crazy uh, a few hours to a few days uh, before the increase in the stock price. And so you really see that community moving the market in real time. So so uh, again, to, to me, be, be beyond that that real that kind of scandal and, and massive press coverage, it's really uh, a vision into what alternative data can bring and, and why it is important to to track what social communities are doing. Because yeah, millions of investors do have an impact on the stock market, and and that's that's becoming a truth that is more visible now. Okay, so the situation goes goes a bit wild. Everyone everyone's suddenly talking about it. Um, and um, so what is what was Sesam able to do in that situation to, for for their for their clients, for your clients? So, so on our side, we were able to set up immediately uh, access to dashboards in order to in real time visualize information about thousands of stocks that were mentioned on Reddit, generally speaking, and more specifically on Wall Street bets. So that we could do immediately and also um, uh, provide that in the form of, of uh, um, more files, quantitative files of data uh, so that people can analyze that on their side with more, more um, statistical uh, analysis. And so that was done very quickly. That's more due to the tool that we developed that I'm aimed to be really modular and, um, and the ability to access that information in real time uh, with a, a very granular uh, frequency was, was important for investors. So tracking all stocks that are being mentioned, tracking the sentiment, emotions, and volumes of data. Volumes of data have actually been one of the most important factors in, in, in the current situation. Sorry, tracking the volume, you mean the, the, the amount of chatter, essentially? Exactly, positive and negative chatter. The, a lot of what's happening right now is that people want to understand not just the direction, but, but most importantly, the volatility. So as in some cases to stay away from stocks that could be in a difficult situation, whether it, it goes up or whether it goes down, most important thing is, is to understand how much social interest there is also to potentially de-risk positions. And so volumes of data has been a great indicator just to understand whether there could be very high intraday volatility on some stocks in that, in that regard. Uh, not to put you on the spot, but have there, has there been um, any kind of other stocks which have really stood out apart from, apart from GameStop from... from um... Wall Street bets or, or anywhere like that. Is there having seen having now that you've got the kind of um, picture of how it happens? Have you can you see any other kind of you know earthquakes forming? Um, yeah, without disclosing much, but there's actually one thing that is that is less visible. But Tesla has been in the spotlight for a very long time on Wall Street bets. So the 
a lot of the community has been focusing on this stock for some time. And I, I think that does explain, in some cases, some of the extreme movements that we've seen for, for Tesla. Um, GameStop has been an example, but I'm, I'm sure you've seen also that other stocks have been targeted later on, uh, whether it's BlackBerry or Nokia or AMC, etc. And so we see that evolving in real time. And some of the kind of campaigns are more or less successful, depending on the number of people they're following. But you, you see that variating in real time now. There's so many communities going in one direction and another, and you have to account for the number of people that join the the sub the subreddit. It's becoming a, a community that is huge, much bigger than it was before. Okay, and so obviously uh, all the focus has been on on Reddit as the place, and you know Wall Street Bets um, as being the kind of subreddit forum where this where this specific story has played out. Do you think this is a Reddit story, or or is there more? Uh, areas which haven't received the same amount of attention, which which may come to receive the more attention further down the line. I I believe that there there are other communities that are very active, and um, it, it was part of the story also that this Reddit community kind of attracted some more extreme uh, participants uh, later on. Um, I know that there is right now a lot of interest, not just about Reddit, but also about Twitter. Uh, there are some other communities like 4chan. Remember that Wall Street is is the like 4chan found at Bloomberg Terminal, uh, which are deeper communities. And we we can say the same thing about local communities. These types of uh, communities also exist in Russia, in Japan specifically. It's not just a U.S. matter focusing on on U.S. stocks. This is something that that could happen in in a lot of of other countries actually. And so again, the the notion of social retail traders to me is more important than these specific websites these guys are using right now. Uh, this is a bigger trend. Another question, uh, considering how, um, considering the fact that these guys or, or, you know, this voice, this new voice or this, this market moving force might've kind of emerged onto, onto, onto the market. Uh, how do you think this might affect strategies and the kind of on the on the on the investor side or on the more professional kind of sophisticated investor side? Do you think they may have to start um, building it into their model somehow? Do you think it might start playing into quant strategies? Uh, I, I do think so. Uh, I think it's too early to consider that being incorporated into uh, systematic strategies. Uh, we have around five years of data that is still relatively limited. And also the very rapid movements have kind of killed previous trends so that that has been so extreme that it's more of a black swan event. Um, I think quants have had already a, a, a relatively difficult year in 2020. This is one more parameter to take into account when building strategy. Um, and it's, it's the global trend of models have to become more complex because the world is becoming more and more complex. And this Reddit controversy is, is just one more factor that is complexifying the way we should see markets. Um, so perhaps more on the on the fundamental side. Yeah, on, on the fundamental side, uh, we we've seen specifically just interest on following and having the ability to understand what's happening using visualization. Uh, I think this is really a, a quick win uh, in the sense that it's very easy to actually identify a stock where there's kind of too much volume in a specific social community or where sentiment is running too high or too low. So at this stage, this seems more a more realistic uh, way to leverage that kind of data in the sense that human interpretation on top of real anomalies like that uh, are, are easy to, to use to really provide value. 
So it could be more for a kind of threat detection rather than a kind of uh, making money, like building a strategy around it. It's more like it could it could undermine your strategy rather than, um, you know, what I'm going to use to make money in the future. Yeah, I think those I, I really find this to be a, a, a good part of the these early warnings that I was describing. And, and that includes so many things like uh, uh, mentions of credit risk, ESG risk, and these new social risks. Everything should go in that category of early warnings. And any of these alerts being raised should be considered a serious warning. And this is just confirmation that social risk may be even higher than initially considered uh, and, and can help raise these early warnings. Let's, um, I mean, to, to break down where it's come from, it's, it's essentially, so Robin Hood uh, was kind of one of the big stories of 2020, I think, was it, was it not? In terms of um, uh, an awful lot of people would suddenly found themselves um, at home you know, furloughed or whatever. Um, and Robin Hood had um, created a outlet, um, which or uh, Robin Hood and its type had created outlets through which a um, a retail investor could could dabble, could play the markets. And then for, as a result of that, um, something like uh, Reddit and other uh, online chat based uh, platforms um, were able to kind of funnel these kind of these interests and 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 create conversational spaces and so it's kind of a it's a bit of a 2020 um idea is it not the kind of the the that this this new retail wave could be formed or do you do you not see it as that do you see it as something which which is kind of predates and postdates um, essentially the, those specific circumstances I feel like it predates it uh, I, I really think that the massive underlying trend is one of uh fintech being involved in more and more sectors of finance and with fintechs comes digitalization and simplifying processes so simplifying investment and uh, um, Robinhood is a great example but actually in, in europe we are much more involved with online banks like revolut for example that are also providing interface that are very very easy uh, to to trade with and so i feel like this is the big trend it's like everything is becoming more digital and everything is becoming easier. So you, you need less information and you can really quickly access stock markets much more quickly than before. So that, I think this is the big trend. It's just that it's easy. And so when it's easy, more people will get involved. And that is what is enabling these uh, these aspects. And that doesn't go away. Digitalization and make things making things easier for users is just something that will continue in the future. To play devil's advocate, another thing um, which I have seen mentioned is that there was a there was a huge in the in the dot com boom there was a there was a large surge in retail interest um, with regards to um, on on chat rooms which aren't very important right now you know they kind of went under um, but that survived pretty much until the top dot com boom fell um, and then at that point. Um, you know, people couldn't make money so easily. And so it was a product of the fact that every day you traded, you were, everyone was making money because the markets were going up. Um, do you think there might be a, an element that, um, I don't know, maybe maybe history might repeat itself? <laughs> they, they could be, I, I, I won't bet on, on the financial crisis or anything like that. And I, I'm not saying this is impossible. I'm more like talking about whether people will stay engaged and will continue to, um, be active as retail investor. I think this is likely. The fact that it means that markets will continue to up is, is far less certain, I think. So I wouldn't be able to judge, yeah. to judge that. But I think people will continue to be 
involved. That, that's what's important here. Yeah. Um, and so now we're, we're now we're in a situation where we may potentially, I mean, this could be the awakening of a new voice in the market, a kind of a crowd thinking, um, you know, what a little bit kind of the populism of the, of the market a little bit in terms of um, people being able to communicate, as you say, digital technology, taking things to a enabling a kind of herd mentality, which previously hasn't been unlocked or hasn't been hasn't been created um and so what do you think if you were for example a, a kind of more traditional sophisticated you know hedge fund or sophisticated investor like a hedge fund or something like that how can they what's the best way to protect yourself against um this new voice or to understand the new voice what 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 can they do i think the the easiest way to consider that is to to use that as part of a strategy to raise early warnings. We, we now know that these types of, of social behaviors can uh, create risks uh, for, uh, for um, hedge funds, for professional investors, for asset managers, uh, either for people that are shorting or, or people that are just long on some stocks that could create risk in, in both ways. And so early warnings has been a topic for, uh, for years, but until now I've had a lot of conversation with clients that are saying we're interested in early warnings mostly from the perspective of financial news. That is all good and well, but I think this shows that early warnings should systematically include a social perspective. And I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about this because Alternative Data has advocated for that, for that need to monitor social interactions more and not just focus on, on already known financial facts. And I think this is a, a game changer for, for the industry. And for the for the way that professional investors will see these interactions as as um, as potentially having an impact on their portfolio. So alternative data. This is an alternative data story in terms of if you're a hedge fund investor and you're you need to be knowing what these guys are thinking now. Um, alternative data is your kind of your only your only outlet. That's they have to come to alternative data and they and they absolutely have to come to Sesam. Susan, <laughs> it's one example, and, and we hope to be providing tools that are really relevant in, in, in that regard. But I think this is just one more data point confirming the fact that alternative data makes sense, can provide value, can help mitigate risk. And that applies to every sector. It's just one more confirmation that attracts significant uh, uh, press coverage. And that's a good thing for the alternative data industry because more people will be aware. And more people will be asking the question of how can we protect against these risks? And alternative data players will will be there to to help them understand these risks and uh, and and monitor them. It seems to me that there's an awful lot of there's a lot of people. It's it's in a part of the market which it isn't exactly the most exotic part of the market. It's not the most sophisticated. But it you know when we're when we're dealing in options, we're not just buying and selling stocks and 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 when we're shorting as well and that has to be explained it seems to me like it's an area which um a lot of people are trying to get their heads around exactly what happened let alone whether it's good or bad or you know what it means um do you think there's a way do you think it's been well understood do you think that it's been well explained do you think there are there are ways to better to, to shine a light on on this area of the market so that everyone can understand it better it, it is a pretty complex theme. Uh, I'm, I'm following actually um, uh, US late shows a lot and, and have, have seen that come up actually even there, which is pretty surprising. That really means that things have become more and more mainstream. And the notion of, of a gamma squeeze is, is not so well understood. But I, I think there is a kind of a compelling story about the kind of 
David versus Goliath that, that's happening here and uh, retail traders versus hedge funds, etc., which makes the story interesting. I, I don't think it is really well understood. Um, first, because not everyone understands Reddit. Uh, very few people actually know Wall Street Bet or knew Wall Street Bet before. And also because they're uh, complex financial notions. But it may be an opportunity to further share financial knowledge and uh, to help to use that actually to help people learn. That's a, that could be a good opportunity. So do you do you see this as a growing trend? Do you see um, the forces that have created it continuing? I, I do. And I, I think the fact that this happens on Reddit or another platform is actually less relevant. I think the most important thing is that the community exists. And there is an, an underlying factor that is to be taken into account is, is fintech. It's basically fintech being an enabler for a lot of, of retail investors, uh, for millennials that are looking to, to invest. And we've seen Robinhood being involved in that, but there are many other platforms. And so these people will continue to invest and will continue to share information. And it is important to understand these movements as everyone is looking for other types of information, whether it's fundamental, whether it's research reports on the companies and the like. So I definitely feel that these social movements will continue. They will not necessarily stay on Reddit, but they will continue. And it's likely that more and more investors then will will join that crowd. It's a, it's a, an interesting way to invest. There's a lot of people. It's very social. It's interesting interaction. So that will likely continue. Sylvain, thank you so much for uh, joining us on this short notice in this kind of emergency red alert situation. Um, much appreciated. And it sounds like really exciting times for you. So um, so yeah, long long may this continue. And I hope this brave new world treats you well as as, as well as it looks like it will. Thank you very much, and uh, we we hope we hope things continue to be interesting without being too risky, also for professional investors. But I think it's it's a great time for alternative data. I'm I'm really passionate about this industry, and I think it it can really create value for a lot of people. So that's that's the most important takeaway from that. The political aspect, etc., is less important to a player like us. We just want to see data provide value to investors.